This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello everyone, it's Steve Wiss here and I'm joined by Jack Wright for a UEFA Nations League preview show for the third place playoff and the final here on the app because we win betting weekly extra time network in association with Bet Rivers. We we did fairly well um, in the uh, previous round, Jack. Um, some good picks on the show, some excellent picks on the videos that we did as well. So we're back by popular demand. Um, welcome, <laughs> welcome, my friend. I know. I knew our, I knew our votes and uh, messages in would work wonders, Steve. We're back for more. I'm looking forward to it, and and with an extra bonus, I'm sure you're now about to reveal as well. Yeah, well, actually, we're not just going to be talking about the uh, UEFA Nations League uh, matches here. We're going to be also going into Concacaf for the big final between the USA and Canada which takes place on Sunday. And we're actually going to headline with that match because, I mean, that is as spicy a contest as you actually could get in, in a Nations League game, really, Jack, isn't it? Absolutely right. I know you won't be able to see it, listeners. <laughs> so this is pointless. But I'm rubbing my hands together, actually, as we speak, because it is a mouth-watering clash, actually. And it was only heightened, obviously, by last night's semi-finals, which, um, in technical terms, kicked off. It was an absolute bloodbath, wasn't it, between <laughs> the USA and Mexico? Perhaps not a surprise because, I mean, those two nations, there's a lot of pride at stake, huge rivalry. But not the best I mean, of even, friends. I mean, there was how many reds were there? Uh, I've lost Four count. reds. Uh, yeah. Four reds. Several yellows as well. Uh, USA won 3 0 to, um, to set up this final against Canada, who beat Panama 2 0. So. I mean, at yeah. the time of recording, well, there's actually, unfortunately, no odds. We Anywhere around the world, no book has actually priced it up yet. Um, we do Ryan's promise scared. to provide some um, social media media videos. Check out on Twitter, Instagram on Saturday or Sunday where we actually detail some specific picks. But we are going to preview the game, give our leans, what to look out for and things like that. I'll start things off. Um, by saying the obvious, that USA are going to have two important players suspended, Weston McKenney and Serginio Dest. Now, I, I mean, I'm a Leeds fan, and it's probably the less I say about McKenney, the better <laughs> from a Leeds United perspective. But we can't deny, obviously, for the USA, he, he seems to be a key man for them, um, an important cog in their wheel. He raises the level of his game. Um, so that I think that's a big suspension for them, and Dest as well. 
is has been. I mean, I thought he, he was quite good in the World Cup, to be honest with you, Dest. So that's you know a right back, a starting right back, missing out against potentially Alfonso Davis of of Canada. So that I think already. I mean, we'd, I imagine the USA will be the favourites to win the game, probably around about maybe the evens mark or plus one twenty. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe the books will factor that in. But already I'm thinking Canada Canada inside 90 minutes could be the, the lean, certainly the side to, to at least avoid defeat in the 90 minutes. Yeah, we didn't compare notes on this prior to coming on, did we? So, um, uh, And I've got the same thing written down, really. It would be a lean for Canada in this one. I've seen quite a lot of Canada, actually, over the last... In fact, I've seen more Canada than I have the the USA over the last two or three seasons. Um, I actually find them a, a very good watch. Sorry, um, USA listeners out there <laughs> uh, making friends and influencing people right now. But um, yeah, I, I just like the way they played. Alfonso Davis, as you say, was a key element of that. Played with a lot of width, a lot of pace. Corners will be something to look out for. That's something that I've profited on a lot over the last, say, two or three years with this style of play with Canada. They do like to get out wide, round the back, and, and win a good few corners. So that'll be an interesting market when that comes live. So I'll have an eye on that, certainly. Um, but but yeah, I think the lean as far as the match result for me would be to Canada in, in probably what you're right in saying would be a, a pick and one as far as the odds are concerned. Yeah, and um, for me, Canada actually are the, the more impressive team when everyone's at full strength anyway. I think they're brilliantly coached by... Um, the former, I've actually forgotten his name, John Herdman. That's right. Who is an uh, Englishman, of course, uh, grew up in the northeast of, of England. Uh, I think I like his systems. I actually think they've got the best player on, on the pitch in Jonathan David. I think he is an elite striker. And I think we're just really waiting for his next big move. Um, you know, he's had a great season at Lille in France, and I think he could end up in, in the Premier League or a big team in, in one of the other, like Serie A or somewhere like that. Yeah, he scored, um, didn't he? Uh, opened the score in mm. last night against Panama and also then provided the assist for Alfonso Davis. And I think Davis coming off the bench, as we mentioned, was a massive thing for them. 30 minutes he got. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he starts in the final. But, um, yeah, David, absolutely key. And so I do think, yeah, he's, he's head and shoulders above um, what, what will be on the pitch. Well, I say head and shoulders above. He's, he's certainly <laughs> one of the best players on the pitch there. When you take into account, you also got the likes of Alfonso Davis. And um, as far as Canada are concerned, yeah, I, I like that Tejan Buchanan as well. I think, again, he's another player that I've seen through his time through uh, in, in MLS and then progressed through from that. So, yeah, lots of, lots of interesting subplots in this one as well. So, and obviously we've um, heard the news breaking that Greg Bahelwa might be coming back. Yeah, I was just going to finish by mentioning about the coaching situation for the USA. Um, BJ Callahan was in charge for the win against uh, Mexico, but and I think we think he's going to be in charge for this final as well. But he looks like he's going to be on his bike um, <laughs> sooner rather than certainly as head coach. Anyway, uh, whether he will probably stay in the setup, but uh, Greg Baralta is going to be returning as the head coach of the US men's national team which I don't think many would have seen this coming a few months ago. Um, I see strange timing, I think, that to announce this now. Mm-hmm. Um, either you do it well well before this Nations League sets, um, you know, the finals commence, or you do it next week. Now, yeah. what, what's the point of this? I mean, I don't think the, the players will be probably impacted too much, but it just adds to the mess and the drama, doesn't it? Um, makes me actually think 
maybe that's the whole idea to have a bit more of a spotlight onto the occasion. Could that be, is that a factor to consider? I think it is. I think it is. You've got to understand, obviously, you know what football clubs, being domestic or national, have groups of players that get on well with managers. There's man- and players that were out of favour, I'm sure, under Brahelta now will be thinking, oh, well, he's coming back. You know, that's going to be a blow to them. Um, and obviously, vice versa as well. Those that are that are under under Callahan are, are going that are performing well. You know, I don't know the ins and outs of who's got you know what relationship with who, but you know, say Pulisic, for example, uh, you know, he's obviously shown some decent form for the national team. So, how is that going to impact it? It can only uh, only say certainly throw a little bit of a um, bit of a curveball in, into that. It's uh, it's a bit, a bit of a ticking time bomb. It's a say very very bizarre timing after a, obviously a great result. Uh, and a big game coming up, massive game coming up. Yes, um, huge game. This one, like I say, no odds um, at the time of recording. We will uh, give some uh, some picks on on some social media videos over the weekend. Um, uh, at this point in time, like I said, I think the lean from us is towards Canada in some sort of capacity. Um, a quick Mark. word on the third place game. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, look, for me, I'd, I'd um, my two areas outside of that would certainly be Canadian mm. corners and it looks like another one for cards possibly focusing on those USA cards as well given how the context of uh, last night went. It's funny you mentioned cards I remember when Jesse Marsh was at Leeds manager and, and he talked about certain games where you just it, you almost the expectation is you take a card just for the sake of it mm. because it looks good it looks like you're not fighting for the for the country or something and this is the sort of fixture where yeah, discipline will be let go. It doesn't really matter what happens uh, here. So, yeah, I could see yeah. cards uh, being a big part of things. Um, yeah. in the there was context... only one card in that Mexican game, wasn't there? Mexico, USA, only one card in the first half, and then it popped off in the second half. Um, let's say nine yellows and four reds. And let's say eight yellows and four reds. And there were straight reds as well. There weren't no double, double yellows there, was it? So, uh, absolute carnage. Things people like me and you love to see steve we love a little bit of card action don't we it'd be interesting to see who the referee is appointed for this one so that that and i dread to think where the line will be set if it's a good appointment and by a good appointment i mean someone who loves to dish out the cards absolutely right uh, worth mentioning all these matches are played at the uh allegiant uh stadium in las vegas this is the home of the oakland raiders nfl team it is uh, a stadium which i think is nicknamed the death star Really? Because of because of its looks, it's all black with like a bit of silver in it as well. So, uh, well, I'm standing by, of... Steve. I don't know, you know, given the demand that we've had to come back to cover this, I'm standing by for the phone call to say, "Quick, late flight, you're going out there and you're going to cover this game." Me and you, we'll see, we'll see. I'll check my phone. Keep refreshing. The third place game is Panama against Mexico, and um, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. This is, I mean, I'll I'll tip my hat to you you can find a pick for this game, Jack, because uh, I, mean, I just think both teams really will not be, be bothered at all. I mean, the third place game in the CONCACAF Nations League feels for both like a bit of a, maybe it means more to Panama, I'm not sure. Yeah, possibly. You'd possibly say it'd be a scalp for them, wouldn't you? Have they got the ability to to, to go and get a result there? I wouldn't be so sure. But like I say, these third place playoffs, as we're going to come on to in a moment, as far as the European version of it's concerned, uh, possibly not quite go as far as saying it's a glorified friendly, but it's probably not too far off, especially at this stage of the season. 
in this particular season as well, which has been a unique one, as we well know. Yeah, I mean, I would probably, if I had to stick my neck out, I would lean towards Mexico because I just think they've got better players, uh, full stop. Yeah. But um, My gut shot would say a Mexico win to nil and possibly an unders game. That, yeah, yeah that, that kind of would make, make a bit of sense there. Uh, like you say, the third place games can be difficult in any sport, in any competition, unless you can find some really good angles in. Hopefully we've got some good angles in here for Netherlands against Italy. You're way for Nations League. This match will be played, both matches are played on Sunday, uh, 3pm local time at the Grosha Vesta in Enschede. Not bad, Steve. Very nice indeed. Um, You've been practising that, I can tell. I certainly have. And I think the the beers certainly will flow because it's going to be a pretty roasting day from what I've seen in the forecast over well over 31 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. 90 plus maybe jack um, it's not going that way yeah obviously the um there'll be alerts going around why suddenly Enchede has had such a hit on the weather forecast views but yeah it's around about 29 30 degrees celsius but 85 degrees fahrenheit apparently so yeah around about the 90 degrees i'd imagine at pitch level how do you see this game going then because the netherlands have actually had 24 hours extra um time to recover from the for the previous game compared to Italy, who've just lost 2-1 um, against Spain. It's uh, difficult, isn't it? Is it? Is it one of those where, because the Netherlands are actually kind of the home nation in these, is it yeah. going to mean more to them than Italy, who you know, have just suffered that real, really big setback? I mean, both teams have suffered a setback, haven't they? But um, mm. how do you see this game panning out? No, I agree with what you've kind of alluded to there. Netherlands at home, we touched on it in the last show, saying that Netherlands have been strong at home. And in essence, yes, they got beat by Croatia, didn't they? but it did, it did take extra time. So over the 90 minutes, it would have been another effective game unbeaten there. But um, yeah, I think the home crowd will, will expect a performance from the Netherlands. And they need one, let's face it, under Koeman. Koeman's return hasn't started spectacularly well, to say the least, has it? Um, and I know you're not a massive fan, are you, of, of Mr. Kuman? Not at all. Not at all. You're right. It certainly hasn't started that well for him. Um, I just don't. I said in the last show, I don't trust Ronald Kuman, and I think I was right to to, to do that. Really, in the Croatia game, um, yeah. um, I wish I'd actually put my neck on the line more and, and back Croatia to go through now. Um, but it just shows, even with home advantage, uh, and it, really, they should have lost inside 90 minutes as well. Yeah, um, so yeah, fortunate. Yeah, and I think um, you, you you tempt said about the fact of having a, a day's extra rest, but they obviously did play that extra thirty minutes as well, um, going to extra time that, that Italy haven't done. Whether that comes into it or not, as so I think the weather certainly will. We we kind of build this as the game nobody wants uh, to play in, but I still think there are betting angles which we always look for, of course, in these ones. So I did have a little bit of a bit of research into what. Obviously, we're lucky enough, really, that there's been not a lot of history in the uh, Nations League. It's only had two uh, prior finals and um, third place playoffs. So I had a quick look at the two games that we had, and it's not much help at all because they were complete contrast, really. The first one was Switzerland versus England. It ended nil-nil. It went to extra time and penalties, and wow, you'd love a bit of extra time and penalties in 30-degree heat in a third-place playoff of nothing at stake, wouldn't you, hey? <laughs> Two yellow cards in the 90 minutes in that one, so it was unders-unders. Um, and then last uh, version of this, 2021, was um, Italy in it again. They beat Belgium 2-1, 
over the 90 minutes and there were five yellow cards in that one. So like an overs overs affair. Um, I'd probably lean towards more like the, that initial one, the Switzerland game, as far as um, I can, can't imagine this game being played at any kind of pace, given the, the temperatures that they're going to be playing at, given that nothing's at stake here. There's no, I've searched high and low to see if there's a reason for a third place playoff in this. And other than the fact that they're already there, they might as well have a kick about. There isn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the bet I'm going to go with my pick for the game, and it's a little bit of a risky one, I'm not going to lie. It's the Netherlands team total goals over one and a half at plus 108. Now, I just need two goals from the Netherlands. I personally think this match will mean more to them. Uh, I just think that Kuman is under a little bit of pressure already um, to deliver something. Even if they don't actually win the game or get the third place, I think that they need a performance. They need to show something going into the next run of games that they've got that this team's making progress. And they want to put some entertainment on. You know, There's going to be a decent crowd here. It's a hot day, hot afternoon. They want to see some entertainment, Jack. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think they want to see a damp squib of a nil-nil. So I think Kuman will be just like, let's go for it, boys. You know, yeah. let's really go for it. And you know, Italy might decide to fight fire with fire. I've got a feeling they might just mail it in and not care. Yeah. Um, yeah. At all, so uh, it's, it's one of those. No, I, mm. I, I had Netherlands to win down as a lean because they're plus money, aren't they? So I thought that was a, a, a decent opportunity. But the interesting thing for me was Mancini's com- comments after the game against Spain, saying that that they've got a lack of attacking talent, um, saying that they're in a cycle at the moment where they need to be looking for fresh uh, forward players. They just haven't got that at the moment. They said they try hard. We've got a strong midfield. We've got a strong defence but we need better forward players. So interesting to say that, but he left our, our man, the Argentinian, on the bench, didn't he, for, for the entire fixture? The, so. the amount of people that messaged me um, during the, the Italy game, and, and they were saying stuff like, have Italy not got anyone better than Immobile up front at the moment? Um, who's he's, he's serviceable, isn't he? But he's, he's absolutely yeah. not an elite class n- number nine. But I, really, the cupboard is completely bare. Yeah. For Italy, right? And in terms of genuine number nine strikers, that they're, they're massively lacking someone. Yeah. Um, so very surprising. Is... Tegui was was obviously we built him up prior to the game, two in two internationals, scoring goals at domestic level, albeit in Argentina. Uh, how that compares is hard to tell, of course, isn't it? But again, uh, say Mancini had bigged him up prior to that. So whether he had a knock, whether he got an injury in 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 training, I don't know. But to sit on the bench for the entire ninety was a was a Bit of a surprise to say the least. So um, yeah, interesting to see where they go with it. But uh, yeah, that's him. And, and Dunaruma come out and said much the same kind of stuff as well as far as their attacking play. And they were too defensively minded and too cautious. So yeah, a little bit of discontent in the Italian ranks. I think they might just come out swinging here. I think their game plan was a too negative against Spain. Really, overall, um, if they can be bothered yeah. to, that, yeah, that, you just it's, that's the problem with this game. Can each set of players really be that bothered? I think the Dutch will be more. Are willing to put on a show for their fans. So I'd rather take the team total rather than them just to win. That's just the way I bet. Um, but if yeah. it ends 1-0 exactly, you know, I've done my dough, haven't I, as, as Nigel would say. But um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the good I thing is right. I only need I think, two goals. I think the Dutch have got more motivation to get mm. something and do something and, and be front foot in this, in front of the home crowd and uh, say needing a bit of a upturn considering the performances they've been putting in recently. But um, my, my selection is based on the fact that I am expecting it to be a little bit of a, a, a timid, tepid affair. And um, I think there's going to be water, there's got to be water drink breaks in this as well. So it's going to break the play up. 
Um, and uh, I've gone for a, a bit of an aggressive play here. There are kind of lesser options, but I've gone for under two and a half cards in this one. It's plus 145, so a really nice price. And I just feel it's got the makings of, as, as we've talked about, a, a game where it's not going to be played at 100%. These lads want to go on the beach. They're, they're done with the season. They've got this game to com- get over with and come out unscathed so they're not sitting there by the pool with a plaster cast on. Um, referees Glenn Nyberg, you obviously are a Scandinavian expert as well. Do you know much of him from Sweden? Do you know what? I've, I was looking back at the games that he's done and I've seen some of them, but his record for cards in UEFA competitions is, is not that high, is it? It's not indeed. No, two Nations League games he's refereed so far this season uh, or in this particular campaign. Uh, Northern Ireland versus Kosovo, one yellow card in that one. And Wales versus the Netherlands, so a direct form line there, one yellow card in that one. So, of course, for this bet, under two and a half cards means zero, one or two cards in this and we cash fully. So um, that's what I'm going for, under two and a half cards, plus 145. I did. I did look at the undercards here. I must say, I was looking at under three and a half. That the prices, the odds are not quite where I want them. Though I think it was no, minus one sixty. Um, so I I'm, did try and fiddle around. And anyone who does want to go a bit safer, you could possibly put in something long goals, um, maybe an, an under four and a half goals or an over goals, um, over one and a half goals. With it combined, the two uh, like that you've gone for there, Steve. But maybe match goals and uh, yeah, there's options there. But um, if you want to have a little fiddle around with the same game parlay, of course, um, Bet Rivers offer that opportunity. So um, why not take it? Yeah, I mean, he's domestically this season, he has offered, um, sorry, he gave out seven cards in one game and six in another. But he tends to be given quite high profile fixtures involving like the Stockholm teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bit unfair to judge him. Um, I think we take this game for what it is a third place playoff yeah. at the end of a very, very long season in blazing heat. Yeah. He's out for a stroll, surely. I don't think he's going to give cards unless it's something really endangering yeah. the safety of a player. Yeah. Do you know where I'm coming from? Agreed. Like, he's not, I don't think that we're going to get time wasting, showmanship, gamesmanship, that sort of thing. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to tell him to F off or something and he just, you know, dishes. Um, I, I like, I think there's a good chance of this uh, plus 145, isn't it? Yeah. Under two and a half cards. Yeah. 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 And that's inside 90 minutes as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's your play for the game. My play for the game is over one and a half. Team total Netherlands goals at plus 108. So plus money on both of the selections there. Um, We'll move on to the big one, the final. Mm. It is Italy against Croatia. This one played at De Kuyp in Rotterdam uh, later in the evening on Sunday. Far more at stake here, it feels like. Um, You've got Spain side who... Yeah, they could do with just you know winning something again. Um, new manager, of course, in there. He, he certainly wouldn't mind uh, taking down this Nations League and Croatia. You know, this might be the only, the last chance for this golden generation to to win something. That they really fired up for it. They really showed that against the Netherlands overall. And um, I do know your actual main pick for the game, Jack, is is certainly on the Croatian side here. Yes, it is. Yeah, we we both like Croatia, don't we? We like what they bring to the table. What I liked about them uh, in in that semi final against Netherlands, obviously in a raucous atmosphere, it was. We expected it to be, didn't we? That that stadium has a reputation for it, and obviously Netherlands take an early lead. But you know what? Croatia just don't panic, do they? They just go, okay, it is what it is. We're just going to keep doing what we do because they've got that experience, and obviously Modric in the middle, another masterclass from him. Um, 
I did have a quick look through, but there was um, no market at this moment in time. Sometimes they throw in a, a man of the match market. That might be worth a little look because I think Modric could be a, a, a very strong contender for that. But I thought he was excellent against uh, the Netherlands, c- kept the control of the game. And so these Croatian players, as you say, the golden generation, their last chance for a bit of silverware. I think you can't buy that experience. Obviously, this is national football, so you're not buying anyone. But you know what I mean by that, that to have that kind of experience across the team is priceless in these kind of big games. And you know what you're going to get with Spain? We talked about it before. They're going to keep the ball. They're going to be knocking it about. De La Fuente has uh, come in and has, has seemingly like made a you know big importance about this game um, and, and getting off to a good start, obviously, in his reign. Um, but I just feel that the Croatians probably have got, as far as the players are concerned, a little bit more motivation to win this because it could be a send-off for Modric, who, you know, let's you know, saying that he might be will be lifting the World Cup when he's like 43 or so, the way he's going at the moment. He just see, doesn't seem to age, really. He seems to get better. But for me, I'm going with, uh, I thought it was a nice price. I'm going with Croatia double chance here. So that basically means we get Croatia to win and the tie on side. So effectively, it's laying Spain to win inside 90 minutes. Um, and and the, the odds there are minus 122. And I thought that was a really good price for this Croatian side who are very, very hard to beat. And let's not forget, they finished third in the last two editions of the World Cup with this kind of side. So with Modric, the heartbeat of it. And you're a fan of Croatia. You like a bit of Croatia, don't you? I do. I'm really glad you've gone for this pick, actually, because um, I was looking at having an... I've got a card to pick soon a standard Steve Wiss cards pick, but I was thinking <laughs> of adding another one as well, something Croatian related. So I'm glad that you've uh, done this because I, I, I think they'll win the trophy. Um, is there, well, there is a trophy, isn't there, for this, uh, yes. whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. I think they, they lift it. I couldn't actually find a price for it on Bet Rivers. Um, you might be able to find one, but uh, I'll have a look yeah, that double chance on Croatia or Thai is actually minus 115 now. Um, Spain, a minus money to win inside nine, 90 minutes at minus 106. Now, I'm I'm just not having that, Jack. I mean, I watched them. They deserve to beat Italy. I'll give them credit for that. I think Italy played into their hands a little bit with a negative game plan. And uh, yeah. I still, I, I know they scored two goals, but I still don't trust this Spanish offense. I, I just feel like in in key moments that, that, that they're always due a game where they miss a glutton of chances. And, yeah. and, and, and it costs them. And it may well come against Croatia here. I think in the key moments, Croatia are the team that I'd want to be on. I just, I do have a slight concern that they've had, it's going to be quite, a, that match took a lot out of them against the Netherlands. Um, and they've only had, what, three or four days to recover. We saw in the World Cup, eventually that sort of thing yeah. got to them. Uh, and, it, and it resulted in their exit from the competition. But look, I, I do. Think, I think a lot of people hope that Croatia get the job done here, and I think inside ninety minutes, it's well within their reach to to at least tie the game. So I, I think you've got the value pick there. There's no way I'd ever be touching Spain at minus no. money. In a game I like the week. price. Uh, I like what I've seen from Croatia, and I think I think Spain. This could say this sort of game suits Croatia, where they can they can sit in let Spain play in front of them. And then can Spain break them down? We know they've got the technical ability on the ball, but you're right to say, hit the nail on the head. Can they do the hardest thing in football, stick it in the back of the net and take their chances? And we're both pretty on the, much on the same page where we're not convinced they can. The only other extra motivation in this, by the way, I did have a bit of a dig into the the reasons of this, <laughs> the Nations League, is that you do get a slight preferential draw in the World Cup. You go into a, a five-team group as opposed to a six-team group. 
Right. Um, I'm sure that is right at the forefront of the players' minds. It certainly is. Um, a couple of less games in qualifying. Uh, they don't have to go to the likes of San Marino or Malta or, or somewhere like that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's. I, I think it's going to be quite a feisty game, though. I really do. People laugh and joke about the Nations League, although less so these days. I think people are starting to realise how how good a competition it is. Um, but this I think is it has caught fire. Point. I read today that they're now looking to actually expand it a little bit more with, with quarterfinals into semifinals into the final. I don't know when that's due to come, but I'll make you right. I think it has been a very good addition and, and, and it's sparked interest. UEFA definitely deserve praise for this. Um, for sure. I mean, they don't, they, they've cocked up with a few things, haven't they, in the last uh, decade or so, but this is an area they got right. And it means plenty to both teams. And that's why I'm going in the cards market again, Jack. Of course you are. It worked for me. 93rd minute it took to to cover against uh, Spain, Italy uh, for over four and a half cards. Never in doubt. It it feels better when it's such a late uh, winner as well. Um, But that was was a good plus money winner for me, Mm. uh, plus 120. Um, We could still get plus money slightly uh, on over four and a half cards for the final at plus 100 exactly. So I'm going to snap that up. It, I was always looking towards the cards. Then I saw the referee appointment and I was definitely looking at the cards because a German referee is in charge, Felix Zweier. And um, I mean, did you actually know? I actually didn't know this until I did research on him a month or two ago. The Bundesliga does have a high number of average cards, you know, Jack. Um, domestically, he averages uh, over 4.15 cards per game. Um and he, in the Champions League this year, he's averaged nearly six cards per game when he's been in charge. Um, I'm going. I actually saw him in the Europa League match, Man United against Sevilla, first leg that ended two all. There was eight cards dished in that, and <laughs> in the first half, he was all over Sevilla's. You know what they're like sometimes: dirtiness or cynicalism. Mm. Um, yeah, he stamped the dark on it. Arts. The dark arts, and I think there's going to be plenty of that in this final because both teams are desperate to win it. Um, they'll do whatever it takes. Players are not going to mind taking a card. Um, it wouldn't shock me if there's a red card in this game, to be honest with you, because what stakes are on, uh, you know, yeah. the stakes are so high. And inside 90 minutes, it's not asking a lot just for five overall, I think. Um, you know, overall, hopefully someone's leading and going to the last 10 minutes and we get a few time-wasting yellows as well to come into consideration. So I was a little bit surprised I could still get plus money on it, considering the referee appointment, considering the final. Uh, I was all over the cards in all the recent UEFA finals and it all, every time it came in. Yeah. Um, it's just the way things are. So unless yeah. the referee starts to be lenient um, suddenly, then I see no reason why the cards won't flow again. It might, again, you might have to be patient. You might have to wait until the 80th minute and beyond, even the mm-hmm. 90th minute and beyond. Yeah, um, but that's no, the way cards go. Absolutely, perfect storm, and I'll refer back for the last time about that USA game last night, which showed you one card in the in the first half and ended with all those in the second half. So uh, yeah, it's a, a game of ninety plus minutes, as we always say. Be you on goals, corners, cards, or whatever, then uh, it's never over until it's over. Have you got a quick correct score prediction for this final inside ninety minutes, Jack? Oh, you love a late curveball. You know what? That's what it's all about. It is a late curveball with me. I'm I'm gonna I'll stick my neck out and I'm actually I nearly went with both teams to score again on here. Um and I think 
one all is a very likely outcome, or oh, two one good. to Croatia. Um, I've written it down, so you knew I wasn't cheating. Show my working out, and I'm going to lift my pad up to you now and show you that I also went for one one in this. This one. is like countdown. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Richard Whiteley in this chair. Oh wow, that's a, that's a, for those who remember him. Us, yeah. American audiences are going to wonder who the hell yeah, was he. No, but, we've uh, lost him now. We've lost we've, them we've now. You lost them now. Um, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> it, it is actually the end of the show, unfortunately. Um, I will give us a quick reminder of the picks that we've got in that final: um, Italy against Croatia over four and a half cards at plus a hundred, and Croatia double chance draw and uh, tie included there a minus uh, one twenty-two uh, into the semi in the third place playoff. Netherlands team total over one and a half goals at plus 108 and under two and a half cards at plus 145. Do remember to check out the all the socials uh, at Because We Win on Twitter, on the Instagram account. Also, it's very uh, much worth following right now. There's some brilliant tennis content, isn't there, at the moment? Jack, on, on there. Um, Rubbing shoulders with the famous. Yeah, Sean Calvert is, uh, I'd say I love some of his, his content out there. Or any Anyone else that goes to the events, uh, on the uh, the app because we win team. Um, they say do check us out, and best of luck with all your plays for the game. Great luck. Yeah, it was a, it was a pleasure as always. Um, remember, gamble responsibly, and all uh, bets um, can be found on the Bet Rivers uh, website, your hometown sportsbook. And take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time for more from the Betting Weekly Extra Time show. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.